Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, my next guest has a lifetime's experience in training, career development, and coaching. This spans from her time in Accenture right up to the founding of her own training and coaching company, which has been running since 2012. This week saw her publication of Confident Career Conversations. And I'd like to welcome to the programme, Antoinette Oglethorpe. Antoinette, you're very welcome. Thank you, Bobby. It's lovely to be with you this morning. Now, this new book, uh, Confident Career Conversations, effectively, you tell us that you learn the skills and techniques needed to empower your employees to take control of, of their careers and grow within your organisation. Is that what one will learn from this book? Yes, that's right. So a lot of people are nervous about opening up career conversations um, because uh, they have very little experience of having good career conversations themselves. So they lack skills and confidence and they don't know what questions to ask. Apart from that very old interview question, where do you see yourself in five years' time, which usually (laughs) generates some blank looks, Um, and they worry they won't have the answers to the questions they're asked, like, when will I be promoted, and uh, can I have a pay rise? So um, the book is designed to help address um, all of those points. Okay, and I think this is is very interesting territory. Let me just chat around a couple of things for you. Is it sometimes the attitude within organisations that if we say nothing, the problem will go away? I.e., if we don't talk about pay increases, uh, nobody will look for one. Is and clearly that's the wrong attitude. Yeah, I think that uh, I think there is that attitude, and I think it's not that managers don't care. It's that they don't know how to respond and how to deal with it. So if they feel they don't have the answers, then they, they don't want to you know, open it up. Um, and the reality is they actually don't have to have all the answers. They have to have the questions to help employees think for themselves about what the answers might be. Now, there are some questions like um, yeah, the promotion and pay rise one where they will have to address that. But part of that's about helping manage employees' expectations. And um, there's very few managers that have the authority to just grant a promotion or a pay rise unless it's their own business. Um, but employees don't always understand all the different dynamics that go into um, someone's career progression. So it's not just about them and their performance. It's also about budget and headcount and organization structure and what's happening in the marketplace and how clients are responding. Um, so uh, managing employees' expectations is a big part of that. So if I'm an employee looking for a pay rise or looking for promotion, is there an appropriate time and place to raise my hand? I think it's uh, it's important to share your aspirations and ambitions, um, but it's also about thinking why you're looking for those things. I mean, pay rise, you know, everyone would like a bit more money, um, but if you're looking for a promotion, what is it that you're looking for there? You know, if you want to do the boss's job, what is it about the boss's job that appeals? Is it that you want to you know, get more involved in certain projects? Is it that you want to understand more about the politi- politics of the organization? Is it that you want to have greater responsibility or people management uh, challenges? Um, 
once you can articulate those and the experience that you're looking for, then there are opportunities for the manager to provide you with some of those um, challenges and responsibilities so that you can develop your readiness. And when the opportunity arises, then you're more likely to get the promotion because A, you've tested it out, you've checked it is something that you really want, and B, you've started developing the skills and readiness to move into that role. And is there a danger, Antoinette, that if you put yourself forward for, you know, extracurricular activities, for, you know, working across other departments or doing stuff that isn't, I suppose, what you were originally employed to do, is there a danger that you might end up doing that and not getting rewarded for it? Or how do you manage that? Um, there is that risk. Um, you know, I, I heard about somebody yesterday who had been told that they were high potential and every time they put themselves forward for promotion, uh, they didn't actually get the promotion. So um, there are situations where that occurs. Um, but then you need to uh, try and understand, you know, what's going on in that scenario. Is it that you're actually going to all this effort, that people aren't seeing that. Um, and there's no point, point being the most invisible, hardest worker in the organization. If you're going to make that commitment, you also need to be, be seen uh, and be visible and people know about the um, effort you're making and the outcomes of that effort. And especially now that we're all working in this hybrid environment, that's p- particularly important. You know, it's fine working from home, but don't be invisible. Yeah. No, I was going to ask you about that because I think the fact that one is is remote, maybe for a period of the week, maybe for all of the week, that one almost has to be, has to try harder and to consciously, you know, make sure that people are aware of the value they're adding to the business. Absolutely. And managers need to be more purposeful and more deliberate in making time to talk to their people about not only you know the operations and what they're doing on a day-to-day basis, but also about what they're looking for um, from their career, what they're enjoying about their role, what maybe they're not enjoying so much about their role, so that they can continually focus on their growth and development. Um, when times get tough and you know, it becomes uh, an employer's rather than employee market. In other words, if there's not a lot of job prospects around and you're in a place, you know, do you need to be mindful of the external environment when it comes to putting your case forward for either a promotion or a pay rise? Um, yes, you do. Um, you need to know what, what's going on around. I mean, especially with a pay rise, you need to actually have some understanding and some benchmarking um, of where where you are, your particular role, the particular industry that you're in, and the type of organisation. Because um, that it, things will be very different if you're in an SME versus a corporate, for example. Um, and in terms of your contribution. Um, really kind of setting yourself apart from others you know how are, how are you different how are you what are your unique talents what are your skills what are your contributions how are you adding value to the organization now you say the conversation is should only be 20 minutes there's no real paperwork involved uh, now that's that's my type of 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 conversation because I think it's easy to do and there, it isn't you know, there isn't a whole 
bureaucracy around it. So how do you encourage people to sit down for 20 minutes and have what you call a confident career conversation? You know, what I encourage people to do is reflect on the conversations they've had that have been most meaningful in their career. They may not have been labelled career conversations, but when they think about it, they think, oh, I had had this conversation and that really kind of gave me an insight or that really helped me think about, about what I wanted. Um, and when people think about that, what they feed back is that often they're not with the boss. Um, they're with a friend or a colleague or a mentor. Um, they're often unplanned. They're often informal. Uh, they don't take a long time. They're often over, you know, coffee or dinner or a glass of wine. Um, now, obviously, we're encouraging these conversations to take place with the boss. So, um, and if the manager is going to be able to support the employee, at, at some point, the conversation does need to take place with the manager. Um, but what we encourage is that, you know, it isn't necessarily, a, you know, a one hour meeting in the Outlook calendar sat across from each other uh, across a desk, but actually, you know, take the person out for coffee. You know, have a chat just, you know, informally in the way that we all do about our jobs and careers and talk to them about what what is working for them, what they're really getting a buzz out of, what lights them up, um, you know, what they would like to be different, what they'd like right. to change. And finally, Antoinette, can I ask you, if I go to my manager and have that career conversation and ask for a pay rise and he or she says no, what should I do? Um, I, I wouldn't just go and ask for a pay rise. I think, you know, as soon as you start backing a manager into a corner, as I say, they they do not have the authority to just say yes or no to that question. And they need to consult with others. Um, so I would you know, go to them saying that you feel you're making contributions in this way, laying out the case of the value you're adding over and above what you're currently being is expected from your your yeah. job. So you need to sell yourself. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and then you know, explain that you feel that that is um, worthy of more. Um, but also think about what else would reward you if they can't give you a pay rise. Right. Is there training that you could go on? Is there a conference that you could attend? Is there a, a new opportunity that you could get involved with that would be rewarding um, and add value to you personally if the budget is such that the pay rise isn't possible? I'm sure it's a question that's on everybody's mind. Um, so it, it is a very interesting space. The book is called Confident Career Conversations. The author is Antoinette Oglethorpe. Thanks for joining me, Antoinette. I enjoyed that. Thank you, Bobby. Lovely to talk to you. You too, and thank you. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.